Hey everybody, this is NJ here, the host of the NJ Podcast, and this is Thriving Project Management Thursdays. This is part of the Everyday Series, where we share insights and inspiration for you to become the best project manager in the world. Project management is important, as Joey Gum said, operations keeps the lights on. Strategy provides light at the end of the tunnel, but it is project management that is the train engine that drives the organization forward. Everybody wants to be a project manager, but not everybody wants to do the hard work. What that means is that project management is not easy, it's not simplistic, and it's worth it at the end of the day. In this time of immense competition, accelerated change, and intensive competition and complexity, we need great project management skills and I believe that you can do it. On the show today, we're going to talk about what I wish I knew. What I wish I knew when I started out in project management. And I'll start off again by saying the title of the book that I'm going to research is called Everybody Wants to Be a Project Manager, but not everybody wants to do the hard work. What I'm saying there is that People think that's funny because when you say to people who are not project managers or they're developers or UX designers or testers or business managers or client stakeholders or people not project managers inside the profession, they'll look at you and say, nobody wants to be a project manager. Why would you want to sign yourself up for all that kind of uh, tough times and you know hell on the project where you die for the sins of everybody else? And what I'm saying by that is that many people will come into the industry and come into the profession or look from the outside and say that, you know, it actually can be that easy or it's too difficult. And project management is not simply about, you know, setting an end date, forwarding a couple of emails, setting up meetings or just reporting deadlines and then going home and, you know, watching Netflix all day. Some people think that it's that easy, but I'm like, nah, I ain't like that. You got to work and you got to work hard, you know? And after some time of doing this, over seven years of doing this, uh, it can be like dog years, you know, because it takes seven years times by three because of all the intense intensity and intense moments that you go through and learning curves that you go through and working through multiple industries and just managing many projects you know your experience is like multiplied by three i have taken a retrospective in project management terms that's looking back on your your tenure and understanding what worked what didn't work and what you could have done better and i've taken time to reflect and spoken to other people and reflected and here are things that i wish i knew one it's not that easy it's not that easy you need to have grit you need to have emotional fervor you are going to fail you are going to cry you are going to want to give up you are going to curl into a fetal position and get up and do it all over again it's not your fault things will happen that are not your fault but it is your problem to solve i was once on a project where the developer or the project member messed up so bad after I felt I did everything to make sure that we were going to meet the deadline. We didn't meet the deadline uh, because of uh, information that wasn't shared. The client wasn't happy. We had to have uh, project postmortems, emergency meetings, interventions. And after we did the retrospective, 
the lessons learned, I said to the the client representative, I'm saying, what happened here was not my fault. It wasn't my fault. It's not fair. It's not my fault. And he said, as the project manager, things will happen that are not your fault, but because you are accountable, it is your problem to solve. And it's not that it's definitely not easy. It's not as easy as waking up and sending out an email. You need to be accountable for the project. You need to be hands on. You need to know as much about the project. You need to know more about it than any anybody else. And you are accountable for it. And you need to view project management as a business, not necessarily as you being employed. You need to say, I am a project management professional and I'm giving my skills to own and control this project. So I manage the outcome and I lead the team and I provide my expertise and I care about the stakeholders and the people that I'm serving because these people that are impacted by the by the project and the outcomes of the project, they are your stakeholders they are your customers they are your clients they've got their needs their wants and their desires that you need to make sure that you are meeting the best way possible and i did not know that and i did not think about that earlier on in my career i had have to have conversations with my mentor and she said listen you are messing up on this project she was just frank there's a project that i was just messing up on and i was just bad all right i was i was very terrible on the project and she said Every time you mess the client around, okay, you are affecting his livelihood because he's so invested and he's so passionate about the outcome of the project that any time you miss information or you provide wrong information or you don't communicate on time, you make him feel uncomfortable, you are in essence jeopardizing his livelihood and what he wants and that's the same thing with uh, all your clients because in a business if without your clients you don't have a business period if without your customers without your clients they're the guys who are paying you for the problem that you are solving and without them you don't have the the, the business so you need to treat your stakeholders as your clients okay and i definitely understand that it's not easy you need to be disciplined reliable focused and you need to pay the difference and reverence and respect to the project and never underestimate it in martial arts one of the tenets that they teach you is never underestimate your opponent in project management never underestimate the hour and the time that it takes to for you to be successful because you are looking after to beat a target of time scope cost and quality and if you have the overachiever mentality to say i'm going to beat these targets try to do your best to michael jordan it's do your best to Novak Djokovic it and just go after just go out there to smash the goal and you have to really have the emotional intensity and fervor so that you make the project a success and coming back from setbacks and failures is something that's very difficult it's 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 very hard like it's hard you have to work you got to work hard i wish i knew this when i started because it would have saved me a lot of sleepless nights it would have saved me times where i legit would break down and cry by myself yes it's okay for you to cry i'm admitting that i'm crying okay there's nothing wrong with admitting that you cried because you were emotionally shot okay and doubting yourself once i if you knew it, it was easy. once you know it's not easy you know what you're signing up for and then you you are in a much better position to succeed the other thing i wish i knew earlier on is that great results take time 
the great results take time and in this world you you can want things instantly because we have instagram stories whatsapp stories instant coffee instant noodles instantly everything and we see people uh the outliers of people achieve things in a, a short a short amount of time but i one thing i know is that you can't shortcut experience you can't shortcut the process it takes the time that it takes to get the results uh, there's a joke around the project management community that some project managers want uh, the developers to uh, create do something in a shorter time than what is possible and then you end up with an unmitigated disaster i was working with a developer and i said we need to work for a deadline of for two months and he said realistically it will take four months worth of effort and i was fighting with him back and forth i was calling him lazy and he was calling me misunderstanding and he said to me you cannot get nine women to make a baby in one month okay you cannot get nine women to make a baby in one month it takes nine months of gestation period to give birth to a very healthy baby and he said the project is the baby and in this case it's going to take three months in order for us to get it right okay three to four months not the two months that you come with then he sent me on my way and once i reflected on that i'm like you know what he's actually right you know it takes the time okay don't shortcut the experience you cannot expect to be a project director in two years uh, that's unrealistic and everyone's different everyone has a different journey you some people learn concepts quicker and some people learn concepts slower but this is your journey don't lane watch keep your eye on the prize you will not be able to grow yourself if you're constantly lane watching keep your focus i can tell you that usain bolt when he's running he's not looking left or right he's focused on the prize the only time he'll look backwards is when he's clear 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 that he's beaten everybody okay all right so it takes the time be patient breathe I, as a bit of a joke i was speaking to a an, an older woman i was like in my early 20s and then i was you know I, i was like really trying to rush everything trying to get things done quicker and faster and this uh, elderly lady grandmother she was like in the 70s and she said young man you need to understand that good things take time be patient rome wasn't built in a day and she said it takes about four decades for you to have a meaningful and fantastic relationship and i was like four decades why does it take four decades she said the first 10 years of your marriage you want to leave the second 10 years of the marriage the other person wants to leave the third 10 years of the third 10 years the third decade is you guys start to get comfortable with each other the fourth 10 uh, years that's when you have a fantastic and a great relationship i said why after 40 years do you have this great relationship and she said by that time you cannot see them smell them touch them or feel them anymore <laughs> but jokingly she said it takes the time that it takes If you meet someone within two months and you want to get married, people are going to be reserved. If you meet someone and after seven years you've been together, people ask you, what's wrong? Why aren't you getting married? Because it takes the time that it takes and just be patient, put in the time and you'll get to the other side of it as well. The other thing I wish I knew is that at the very beginning, that's is where you expend the 
a disproportionate amount of time reading, laboring, preparing, and getting your facts ready at the very beginning for you to see returns at the end. When you're starting up a project, that is when you need to get things right. The majority of projects fail, in my experience, because they were not started up correctly. They were not planned correctly. The wrong assumptions were made. Uh, the information was not there to make the decisions and we figure out three months later or down the line we're like why are things not going according to plan it's because it, the project was not possible from the very beginning because we didn't take the time and the investment to get started correctly and this it takes the time that it takes i understand that an aeroplane and a rocket expend their most amount of energy when they are leaving the ground once they are in orbit, things are a whole lot easier. But when you're starting up an endeavor, you're starting up a project, that is when you need to expend the most amount of energy, dedication, and focus. I wish I knew this earlier because it would have allowed me to start the project better. And then later on down the line, things would have gone a lot more smoother because I would have taken the time that I needed to start the project correctly. The other thing I wish I had taken I knew when I started was I need to take the long term view similar to the other points about it takes the time that it takes I need to have the long term view when you are building starting out in project management when you're building a career in pretty much anything or starting a business starting an enterprise whatever endeavor it is if you have the long-term view and you, you disregard the short-term fluctuations and just have the long-term strategy in place then you are going to keep things in perspective okay and if we take the long-term view to say i'm in this for 10 to 20 years and i need to build a, a cv not to get a promotion, not to get more money. I am building experiences. I am building skill sets. I am building competencies. I'm building relational capital. And I'm going to be intensive in when I'm working, but I'm going to remain patient because I'm taking the long-term view with your career and also on your projects. And you can use the five by five rule that was promulgated by Warren Buffett, where he says, if something is not going to matter five years from now, don't spend far more than five minutes worrying about it. If something is not going to matter five years from now, don't spend more than five minutes worrying about it. Why? Because you're taking the long-term view. There were times when I was passed up for promotions. There were times when things went, went wrong on projects, when I didn't get the raise, when I didn't get uh, the short-term gain that I was looking for. If I knew that I was taking the long-term view and I was playing the long game, I would have saved myself days months and even a couple of years of unnecessary frustrations because i'd be like this is not going to matter five years from now so why am i going to spend more than five minutes worrying about it and in project management if you want to be the best in the world even the best of the best in terms of being athletes they take the long term view because you're in it to you're in it to win it and you're going to have that patience the Last thing I wish I knew when I started out in project management is your emotional and psychological strength is the most important asset you have as a project manager. Your emotional and psychological strength and grit 
and depth, the ability to empathize, the ability to come back from setbacks and failures, the ability to go through a storm, go through a tornado and be remain calm is the most important asset that you have. Why? We are in an industry, a profession, where 80% of your projects and endeavors are likely to fail. And knowing that they are likely to fail, what are you going to do? Are you going to curl up into in a fetal position and cry? Are you going to throw your hands up in the air? Or are you going to not take it too seriously and know that this is part of the game? I need to remain calm and I'm going to win at the end of the day because things will go wrong. People will lie to you. You may get thrown under the bus. And if you are able to have strong emotional self-control, being able to remain calm, cool, and collected under pressure, even though things are burning all around you, you become a project manager that people can rely on because people will bring their problems to you. They'll bring their issues to you. They will look to you for guidance and they may drop you in the middle of an ocean and expect you to swim and expect you to figure things out. And if you do not have this, the grit to believe that one, it's possible that I can deal with this situation. Two, a solution to this problem exists. And three, I'm going to be victorious in the end and you don't remain calm so you can have a clear mind then you are going to have a tough time i always ask myself why do ceos and c-suite executives and board members why is it that they are given the top floor of a building and they're given a, a glass window and that corner office why is it that they are they surround their surroundings have you know you've got your fit their fish tanks and they've got their uh, water features and everything is nice and neat and ordered i asked myself why is it like that and i came to realize that the higher you go up in an organization, the more responsibility and accountability you have, you are being paid to handle and solve problems. You are given the stained glass, the, not the stained glass window, you're given the corner office with the clear windows, with the beautiful view so that you can process the problem in a calm way. Okay. Imagine a parent that can't pay the rent that month says to their five-year-old boy or girl, listen, I don't know how we're going to pay this rent. I don't know how I'm going to feed you, but I still want you to go out there and have a productive day. Similarly, there are some project managers, and I've also been guilty of this, where I would just freak out and say to the team members, the sky is falling. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then if you people lose confidence in you as the leader of the project, then the project is going to fall apart what you need is a strong emotional and psychological grit to say here's the issue we need to solve it and be calm and collected when other people are flipping out stay calm and collected when a problem that you don't even know how you're going to solve stay calm and collected what i wish i knew when i was uh, younger is that this is a trait that will serve you i have since been able to make sure that i stay calm under the pressure because if i am freaking out i can't think about how we're going to solve this and if I'm focusing on the problem and I'm focusing on the raw emotions, I'm detracting from the time because time is your most valuable resource. I'm just detracting time and effort where I could be using it 
it will solve the problem okay so be sure to build that emotional psychological grit coming back from a failure admitting that you're wrong practicing empathy addressing the elephant in the room not being afraid to uh, to manage conflict and to handle conflict not being afraid to ruffle feathers in an emotionally intelligent way if you are able to have your emotional intelligence and your grit and your psychological strength all the the IQ the technical skills they can follow because you are committed and emotionally sound you can go get the education get the skill set get the information you need and people gravitate towards people who got the energy who are calm and who uplift each other and that is having strong emotional psychological strength so to recap on what i wish i knew i wish i knew that this game of project management is definitely not easy all right it takes the time that it takes and i need to you need to spend a disproportionate amount of time reading laboring and at the beginning to start seeing returns on the project I need to take the long-term view and my emotional psychological strengths are the most important. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Thriving Project Management Thursdays where we talked about what I wish I knew in the very beginning. If you like this episode, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If you are interested in any books or merchandise, please head over to the website. Have a fantastic thriving project management Thursdays. Take these points so that in a couple of years from now you don't end up saying what I wish I knew. And the what you wish you knew 5 years from now should be a different list. Uh maybe it will be the same, but let's build on each other's knowledge and let's not repeat the mistakes of the past because a fool thinks that they know everything. A decent person learns uh from their own experiences, but the wisest of people learn from other people's experience. Enjoy your th- your thriving project management Thursday and I will see you on the next episode.